0: Hello, hello everybody and welcome to the LGL Officially Unofficial Podcast, Season 2, Episode 29. I am Alex, otherwise known as Lexika by Marswan on the internet. And I'm one of your co-hosts for this podcast. Gentlemen, the man in the middle and our EU masters. Colorcaster, our very own right. Nymera, Hello, sir.
1: Hello, I'm actually on the far side today. That's the Oh, way. you're on the this far side. side. Yeah. It's right. Sorry, it's, it's always OBS a bit of a OBS Ninja Streamlabs. <laughs> like, wow. I, I was like, wow. Initialize was was E Master Colorcaster. I was doing that. I was an E yeah. Master. But only the players. Oh, so. no, no, I'd no, say no, no, if I'm feeling a bit low energy today, it's because yeah. I like left nothing left in reserve after yesterday. It was some huge games, really really enjoyable. Um, and it was uh, a big step up for me. So, uh. Yeah, I returned victorious, gentlemen, and I uh, very much enjoyed it. We're very proud of you. We're very proud mm-hmm. of you. The man in the middle.
0: Hello. My constant co-host when I am requesting people to make me look good, like today on Academy. Initialize. Hello, sir. How you doing?
2: Long time no see. feel like
0: I've spoken to you in ages. Crazy. It feels like it's been like three years, right? Not three yeah. hours.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hours, just that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so obviously we've got a load of stuff to talk about in El we've stuff. We've got a lot. I have to say, I mean, I, I haven't like with my own commitment stuff, haven't caught up with too much Academy stuff. Okay. Do you want to take a couple mm. of minutes to talk about Academy and how you guys are finding mm. the experience? Or I know you don't give recap let's, things, but let's do our standard intro sure. and then
0: and then we'll let like people. then we'll go into oh, that because I definitely 100%. actually think, yeah, we should probably give yeah. um a I'd, love to, hear it. It. I'd yeah. love to hear you
1: guys talk about it, yeah yeah so uh, but first
0: and foremost hello everybody welcome to the lglob podcast the three Hi. of us we cover a weekly re- well we cover the podcast this is a weekly podcast jesus christ my brain like, this is what 7am starts do to me ladies and gentlemen i shouldn't do it consistently i was not a-
2: fucking all this morning <laughs>
0: Uh, we, the three of us, we do this podcast weekly, so we can cover the LJL as a region, and we've been doing this for a hot minute now, we've actually almost hit up to 65 like we're coming, bordering on 70 plus episodes it's when we lot, actually yeah. hit that. Um, and, yeah... This week, what have I been up to? So I finished my second playthrough of um, Road 6, uh, 96. Um, so I've currently been typing up frantically all about that. Um, I've been producing some other content. Obviously, I, my, half of my life has just been LJL Academy at yes. this moment in time. Um, as well as also getting prepped for finals. Uh, we've had the we had the Crazy Axis V3 series. Yes. It's it's been a lot since the last last week's podcast. So um, it's been crazy for me, but um, I wouldn't have it any other way, really. I've actually thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I'm actually getting interviews as well for jobs. So everything's really kind cool. of been on the up and up it's, this week for right. me. So I've been having a pretty positive one. Um, How about you, Initialise? How have you been, buddy?
2: I've been pretty good, honestly. Uh, a little bit tired, had, a, had some... Uh, people over on the weekend which was really lovely uh, yes uh, yes 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 but uh but i i am now quite tired we had a special
0: guest uh, analyst in the green room
2: yeah we much <laughs> very very briefly uh, <laughs> and now and now i am now i am the sleepy so uh doing pretty well um yeah you pretty got a well sick on. genshin drop dude i did i did i got mm. the, the the new banner dropped today pulled pretty well on that with some some good luck has been mine today so uh yeah thus far pretty good just Die need of a little bit more rest, which I'm hoping to get tonight. So there you go.
0: Mostly that's mo- me. Mostly fortuitous. So we'll take it. Mostly, we'll absolutely yeah. take it. Nymera, obviously you've already mentioned yeah. you've been doing the <laughs> EU Masters, but what else have you been taking your time up? And how are you doing, buddy?
1: I'm doing all right. Uh, so I've had double vax now. So that's that's all. Oh, well thumbs up. Uh, got. That's hit- all of us now, right? I, Sam's not had his second year, I don't think. I think he's got that coming up. Isn't that right? That's Sam? right. Okay. But uh. Yeah, I mean, I've um, I obviously Sam and I had had a friend stay over, um, and then we've been we we met Middlecott. We met up with Metalcore. You see seen did, on yes. um, seen on our broadcasts, and that was really cool because. I, I am I am fairly introverted in in not that I don't like social situations but like I, there is a limit to how much I can like socialize in a day there's like a, there's a tank of energy I run through um, but like I haven't used that in like a year and a half now so it was good to kind of uh, get 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 a little bit of that out of the tank and um, if it was a tank yeah, it was overflowing that one so yeah I met up met up with, with them and a couple of other people as well so that was really nice um, gonna probably make some plans to see some more people in the future and start getting back to you. As as safe semblance of normality as we can, of course, numbers are still quite high. So, well, depending where you are in the world, please continue staying safe and hygienic and all the it's rest deep. of it. So that, then, the rest of it has, of course, been picked up by uh, e masters prep and and casting all the rest of it, which has been absolutely phenomenal.
0: It's it's been such a star. And the thing is, my dude, like I remember when you did your first cast two years ago. At this point, and I'm just like, <laughs> man. The di- the distance, right? Because you yeah. are living proof at oh, no, no. this point. You are proof that you can grind the system, and if you commit mm. yourself, you can do it. And there were people when we were coming up that, that were naysayers. That were naysayers, and you're like, no, I will make it. Fuck you. Yeah. And
1: you've done it. Like, you've yeah. actually done it now, dude. No, so well I've, done. I've, I've, and and hopefully this... I mean, yeah, because I think what, what, what I've discovered is that if you... it's it, Yes, committing to it, but you've got to commit to it in the right way with a professional mindset. And I think that's obviously what the three of us have managed to um, forge between the three yeah. of us and what we've done with the LGL. Because, I mean, I would not be the caster I am without having put you know, five hundred plus hours into this, offer on. Yeah, it's all us, Sam. Um, it's like, all us. Too. It's all of these two. Yeah, it turns out that I am actually just the Megazord between these two. I, I'm, like yeah. the, I'm like the fusion dance <laughs> between so the two of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, All of that stuff. But yeah, no, that's that's been really cool. But um, returning once again to the home passages of LGL territory. A lot of stuff to get through today, and uh, really, really looking forward to this weekend. Actually. Absolutely, ladies
0: and gentlemen, you can find this podcast on all audio streaming platforms including Spotify, Anchor, you can get it anywhere else except for SoundCloud because I don't pay for no. that. You though can also find this podcast on YouTube if you're listening to the audio, we actually always have a video version mm. on our Twitch if you're a VOD person, you can watch it live when we do the live recording of this. Or you can just catch it over on YouTube, youtube.com slash L-J-L-O-U. But with that said, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into the episode. And we're actually going to start off with LJL Academy as a slight deterrent from where mm. we are. Because yes, the meat and potatoes will come later, ladies and gentlemen. We will talk about AXIS, mm. DFL, and RAS, just the playoffs episode. and everything else. But Academy has been done and we're now three days yeah. in initialized. As it was your first day covering Academy today, how did you
2: find it? And what's the league kind of... Like? It's been an interesting one. I feel like it's been quite split up. We've got quite a stratified mm. league. There are certain teams that are clearly mm. really on it. Then there's a the kind of couple in the middle who are kind of nearly there. And then there's a few at the bottom who've been quite struggling, unfortunately. Okay. Um and, you know, like you look at the top of it and like people like V3, pretty damn good. CGA were looking good, a little bit shakier today, but, you know, still got some mm-hmm. talent in there. And then you kind of got this sort of like crew of like the Hawks and um, Burning Core and DFM who've been a bit hot and cold, I think is the way it. Is, and which of is with academy teams. Are they really get it or they really don't. And you end up yep. with this kind of mix there. Uh, I was like, oh, what are we doing this stage of the game? Uh, oh, no. And it goes to 40 minutes. Oh, you don't know what um, I mean,
0: that that is that is pure axis at the moment because they have got such a solid laning phase the moment it comes to coordinating and doing anything around the map they just throw away a three they literally threw away a 3k gold lead Nymera, because they oh, didn't want to contest for anything and you can just literally watch the match history they just stop doing anything and then dfm win the game it's like the fuck are you guys doing they have a poke comp of course they want to scale do something on the map
1: so there's some understanding issues there and obviously so i haven't had a chance to catch all that much quite a little bit bits in there so yeah i mean i guess i'll take up the role of asking some of the pointed questions and getting uh mining this uh this particular vein of gold for for some ore so do you think that there are players right now which could not necessarily between like other organizations, but do you feel like people mm. could get promoted up to the main roster next split between these teams? Do you think that there are names in there, or is this like yes, maybe maybe a couple? Because I 100%. know that like last split, obviously, you called out a couple of names, and you're actually quite on point.
0: And then that. they ended up getting picked up. So yeah.
1: <laughs> maybe yeah. a scout is a future prospecting job title for me one day. Actually. Who knows? If yeah, I mean, you had a good eye for them. But do you think? I mean, without kind of going into all different names, but do you feel like there are names that could go immediately up in next split?
0: yeah i mean obvious names are just like Yu-Gi-Oh and unica these were already vaguely proven talents so i mean that's that's kind of the easy ones to pick out um i would definitely say marble has been an outstanding player um hatel as well the support player that's a really nice
1: which, are, which teams are they from? So
0: this is V3 Academy's bot lane of Marble right. and Hatel. Um, Hatel was a great, and it was honestly a standout um, in scouting grounds in 2020. Right. The fact is they've come into this, um, they've got probably the best prospecting AD carry, along with like, a really solid support so they built up this synergy they are so good and hatel went three Mm. like he went three games where he didn't die once and he played hyper carries and immobile hyper carries Mm. in that one switched over had lost had his first death today and then basically went man mode like he was absolutely furious at dying so he ended up going even crazier um, he's definitely one.
2: Uh, have you got anyone on the top of your head that you'd want to call initially? i I've got a, a few more. I just don't it. want to take them. Yeah, at I'm trying to think of... we loving a look over it. I feel like potentially there's a shout for someone like... Um, if you're looking for a bit of a, a hot take, I wonder whether Rando from Rascal Jesters, even though the team's been struggling, I think he's been surprisingly okay in the top lane considering he's often been kind of left to
1: try and survive on his own devices. And that's his a gangplank... His Gangplank was definitely a solid. Because things like Uh, the people you're mentioning there is like um, obviously like the thing with V3 is actually they did have a strong team this this split right. I mean in the in the main Mm -hmm. in the main roster right, and though they did lose in this last match, which will which we will talk about. um, Do you feel like they could upgrade into that roster, or is it the kind of thing where like you're looking at struggling rosters like? maybe someone like Burning Core, which I, I don't see succeeding. And of course, in Burning
0: Core should replace their Academy
2: team with their main roster team at yeah, this point. Yeah,
1: I'm like, yeah. I, I'm saying like Floor, the jungler for
2: Burning Core Academy, is really good. He was the other name that's really good. Wow, 13. it's the evolved version
1: of Flawless, Super. or like the prequel evolution of, of like Flawless.
2: There, there was a team fight he had on Viego where he did some absolutely insane steal into combos all right, over okay. the place. So like, where he basically... Yeah, so he... He, like, immunes something with stopwatch, kills Jarvan, steals Jarvan, then yeah, goes for a flash, then... then flag drag against Cassiopeia, who flashes, so he flashes the end of the extension to yeah. knock her up, heartbreakers to immune the petrifying gaze, steals it with the heartbreaker, and then gets over the wall to get the ash as
1: well. It is a stunning okay. series right. of mechanical plays. So, okay. so what, that I'm, guy's what I'm hearing then is actually, you know, like, we are actually getting some pretty high level plays at least the fun plays right and that's big because for me i think one of the problems it with LGL scouting groundy kind of stuff is not just the fact that i don't know if the LGL's done a lot of development projects in the past also it's like about marketing your players Um, they had that challenger league system but that was all about relegation
0: and team and it's a different beast right when you know you're going to get relegated or kicked out right it's it's not the same as academy where you're trying to train Mm. talent right Mm -hmm. so yeah i
1: agree with you on that yeah, well, in that case, I mean, very much looking forward to how the rest of the event goes. Of course, you said that's kind of like the split between things, and maybe we'll see uh, some of that development coming from the coaching staff, actually, because remember that a lot of our. Uh, there are different coaches mm-hmm. for the. Uh, I think there are a couple yeah, of. Yeah, Yutori Mouashi is coaching yeah, Sengoku, is, um, Sengoku Academy. Yeah, so they. Yeah, I remember hearing about that. I was like, wait, that's a name which I didn't expect to hear in 2021 after they kind of bowed out of the professional scene. Okay. No, um, I mean i'll just
0: name a few other names that i'm at least watching to see how they they do get on um i mean i i would say the whole of v3 should be on people's radar um even washi day like we've heard we've heard we've
1: heard some big things about v3 like performing well in scrims and stuff like that as an academy team so
0: Which, yeah, hugely important. Um, Kaito, even though we saw him in that best of three series Mm. and kind of got screwed over because of his debut being in a best of five versus Axis, um, he's been actually having some pretty decent performances and has gapped a few of the other mid laners. So there definitely does seem to be the tier uh, that can actually play laning phase and Mm. then continue and transition that. And then the ones that are just good at solo queue and don't really understand the fundamentals after that. Um, So... There's a few of them. Cosmic is another one that um, just struggles in everything. Like, okay. he is the person that's getting gapped at the moment, whereas Kaito was the one gap- doing the gapping onto them. So I think I think that's just an in- interesting difference. Um, I really like Floor as well. So I'm going to definitely yes. back up initialize on that yeah. one. Super excited for that one. Mutton as well,
1: debuting. Finally. Yes, because you mentioned them before from uh, the... Grounds Scouting, last grounds. Year. Yeah. Scouting grounds, yeah, yeah, last time. So happy that they're in. Um, they haven't had a crazy carry
0: performance. They're not playing the same kind of pool of champions. But when he was in um, Scouting grounds, he was on like kind of this crazy tear of trying to play a different champion in every single, um, every single game. They I eventually stopped that. doing that. Um, but Martin has has played like a volley bear and then had a low key carry performance on that. So I, I would, I am definitely excited for that. Uh, t uh or total two, Toll two, uh, T O L two. It's, Gosh, it's, yeah. it's 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 trying to it's trying to screw me uh, again. A top laner for Axis. Really excited about them. Um, and obviously as, as about them. Yeah. we'll we'll see more. We yeah. will see more. We're only three days deep. Uh, we've got another full day. And then four games on for day number five, because that's just closing out and making sure everyone Make has sure. that one yeah. round robin. Uh, then playoffs is pretty rough for a lot of these teams. It's seeded, so everyone
1: makes play. Everyone makes playoffs and they... Play. Yeah, okay, right. Which makes sense, actually. I think that makes but sense. Because, first uh... seed, and there's also side selection for the top for the top seeds.
0: So um, we might get a few very quick and done games. But it means we're probably going to get first and second most likely in the finals. So at cool. least that should be interesting. Okay. Well,
1: I mean, it yeah. sounds like all that Academy stuff is um, pretty exciting in a lot of ways. I'll, you know, I'll try and catch up with it where I can, because, of course, you had a lot of good... Of, uh, I mean, like, we had, what? Um, who are the... Because we had Kanatu, we had Megamin, we had... Kanatu, you know, Megamin... I Nemo. know. Yeah, that ne- was no Nemo. Were was Nemo in proving grounds or were they? No, they were. They, they, they were DFM's sub uh, sub player. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, but Megaman came through, um, and there's been like prospects in the past that have come through um, mm. and actually shown up. And the fact is that some of that scouting ground talent is getting revisited um, in academy yeah, is actually a really yeah yeah, which is what well remember that's what we felt like was going to happen to UGO, and the fact yeah. is he hasn't been dumped he's been on v3 he's great. been picked up and he's looking like potentially the mid to beat at the moment so very good i'm very glad to see that they're back but absolutely let's get over and actually talk about that yeah. v3 axis series that um well first off lads all of our predictions were horrendously wrong yeah. um yeah. and when i mean horrendously wrong i mean the fact is I think similarly to Team Liquid and 100T, to anyone out there who's not, who doesn't really follow the L, um, LJL, um, no one predicted a 3-0 for 100T. No one predicted an Axis 3-0. People predict, some people thought Axis could beat V3. Like, I went 3-1 for Axis. Exactly, yeah. right? No one thought it would go like this, though. And let's be real. No one thought game number two would ever happen like that. That was no. the craziest game number two I've ever seen. And Hoggle got
2: probably an historic game on Kindred. And what a game for you to commentate and initialize. <laughs> oh, it was bloody nuts is what it was. I mean, I wasn't commentating it. Was I kind checking? No, I didn't commentate. That. I mean, I was just you
1: know? analyzing it. Oh, no, that was cotton.
0: It was, was middle mid- co-
1: Midnight and Melvin Was it was, uh... Midnight and Melvin yeah. Mal- oh, well? oh, God.
2: it's, God, it's all yes. been Watch a in chat now. Now, you're gonna, you've been, oh, I'm going to uh, no. But no, I was on the analyst desk with you, so I was
1: breaking Sorry. down... Yeah, it was us yeah, and... three. Was, uh, was, was three. Yeah. Uh... It was
2: still the three of us at some capacity. Yeah, I got it somewhere. Um, and and it was... <laughs> but it was one of those... One of those series where the game one was very, very tight, and then there were some good adaptations, particularly from Max, to go, OK, we just need a bit more hard engage to actually force the issue. They do it. They add in uh, the Kindred counterpick into Trundle, and Kindred gets a little bit lucky with some of the early marks, but... Hoglet has always been a jungler that basically stamps his foot on the accelerator pedal. Now, whether that's driving over a cliff or up to heaven is a very volatile thing. In recent, in recent sort of years or recent splits, really, um, that has largely been a positive thing. Hoglet has been phenomenal for Axis this split in particular. But we'd have to look that far back to say sometimes he's tried a little bit too hard to run with the lead.
0: Last but time this he game, ran we good
2: see- was when he was still on all
0: nights. Let's be. We can be very honest here. His all nights performance was MVP caliber. He yeah. hasn't hit that high that until high. this split. Yeah, not not consistently. Exactly,
1: no. Yeah. Um, oh, he'll and, definitely
0: have the odd game. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that point. Definitely. Yeah.
2: But, and and the thing is, he's a very scrappy player, right? Like he'll get kills, but he'll also die a bit. He'll he's look fine. Yeah. Yeah. He. know. He, he, he just is he involved in fights. It's what he does. Um. <laughs> and Kindred is one of those picks that. Um. Kind of goes one of two ways, and I feel like potentially Al might agree with me on this one. Is either you snowball insanely hard early, you get a level yes. two, a level three, you get Markov scuttle, get a gank off for another mark, and then you snowball those marks, you get multiple stacking marks early, and you can run over the game. Or it all goes really wrong and you get no marks and you are really starved. and You're waiting for like three items and a, a lucky scuttle crab spawn. <laughs> Hogler rolled the god tier of like marks and then he managed to get involved with a load of early fights. He gets yeah. off to a ridiculous run and then he's at something stupid like seven marks pre-10 minutes. Seven marks pre-10 minutes. That is a second range increase pre-10 minutes. You're looking for first range increase by about 18. You're looking a mark. You want to mark every what? five minutes of that we want 18 you want uh, four marks by 18 is what you have to like four and a half minutes you're looking for a mark um he was like a mark a minute pretty much it was pretty stupid um and he ran over the game absolutely floored it uh, and you know normally we say hoglet hands over the reins to honey and all this kind of thing he just didn't need to do this game he just yeah. did it all so it was uh, a lot your own stunts.
1: yeah so uh it was 10 marks at sixteen thirty-eight and 11 Ooh. at nineteen ten. um Diet. I, I haven't got any response about world records for kindred marks in a professional game. I believe he only ended with 11. I'm not sure if he got a 12th, but that is still an absurd amount. And the actual I feel time... like he
0: did get that 12th, but I Maybe might just did. be
1: misremembering and yeah. hoping like it he been did because I just want spot. it to sound even more impressive. Yeah. But either way, we probably broke some records as the LJL yeah. in terms of fast. Oh, we're definitely in the region for like fastest to seven and ten marks absolutely absurd and i mean like it started off of course with lucky mark but then just immediately ran bot and got a kill there and then it's yeah. like I, I, I it it astounds me that he managed to get so many marks pretty much as soon as they activated because there's a big bloody bark above your head right I mean he just goes the plays he just that's
2: that's that's the deal of access at the minute is they, they do go for plays um, it, and, it and, really and it does And Holt and was like Right I've got the mark We're going for the play And it like, works out And the problem is With that kind of snowball Like you just don't get To stop it Not with the comps you no. had I mean like Here's some stats From that game Um, He was at 613 DPM As a jungler Which was uh, uh-huh. Roughly 27.4% Of his team's damage uh, he was at he was at yeah, he was at six hundred twelve DPM, as I said, and he's also like he only um... got
0: twenty seven. Just shows how good Axis yeah. are at spreading. So not... he,
2: he got over a quarter of his team's gold as a jungler. He's twenty six point seven percent, and he was on about five. He was nearly six hundred gold a minute, five hundred ninety two gold a minute as a jungler. That's nuts. That's genuinely really high,
1: nuts. Yes. I mean, look over his like the Diana right. game. He's down. No, it horrible. he's heavily accelerated. Le- I think Lexi's audio um, cut Ooh. out for a second there. I think we're good. Oh, am I back? You're back. Wow. You're back. I saw like okay. I saw I saw movement of you, but not of audio, and I'm like, that's normally not how it works. <laughs> uh, oh well,
0: continue, continue, please.
2: What we said, what I wanted to. That was a very silly kindred. Okay, you've said all those things that stuff. <laughs> you wanted to. Was, yeah, I mean, I mean that, and stuff. this
0: was it, right? It was it was a ridiculous game. Um, and honestly. I don't want to go too deep down this rabbit hole but both no. of you two know that i love talking about tilt the mental game and everything else around this one and the direction and tra- trajectory of this series after losing a 55 minute game and it's something we actually i think actually you brought up nightmare um yeah. in the post game after game number one winning a 55 minute game you feel kind of relieved and that's what mm. honey and Hog, um honey, yeah no honey and hoggler in their post game interview um Actually, were saying they were like, Well, we felt really confident, we thought we could win this game. They did, um, and then afterwards, they were like, Well, we just felt great. Um, yeah. and they were like, Even if we lose, I was having fun anyway, so I'm like, Hmm, well, if Hogler's having fun, that that. Almost feels like yeah. Axis yeah as a squad
1: went into this series with better with better mental. And I feel like Hogler is the mental player in in Axes, maybe even in the LGL. Because I mean, as as you've said, like Sam as well, he he's the mercurial player. He'll he'll pop off and he'll hit the dumpster as well. I mean, <laughs> I think a really good example of this is, I mean, he was the worst player in the league in spring twenty twenty thereabouts. Him yeah, and, and maybe maybe Axis, Eddie Carey at the time Hyde was was similarly quite bad. Um. But they would like he was playing Rek'Sai and like diving towers and dying early, and just not making mean, just making absolute mess of things. But similar things happened in in summer. But then like there was that one game I think it was in Super Week versus Sengoku, who were top two at the time in summer twenty twenty, and he just like completely mm-hmm. mullers them with a volley bear, and suddenly you sat there like okay he's back. What well, let's see what can happen with that. Sadly they didn't make playoffs. But occasionally we see this burst of form from Hoglund. We saw that in this series. Of course it wasn't him alone. But he was our series MVP by yes. quite a long way. Um, and a lot of it was due to that game too. But every all three of the games were, were, were styled from the player.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like yeah.
1: let, let, I'll throw in a little bit of praise also towards Honey, who, you know, played True.
2: three very different picks, played all of them pretty damn well. He had the Varys into the Ziggs, into the Samira. All of them played very differently. All of them did pretty well. Uh, he's still up there as one of the hardest carries in the goddamn league. Um yeah, Hoglet kind of still. Oh, no, a little no, no. Let think me
0: Can I can I can I use that point that you just set up, Sam? Because I'm gonna steal that. He is the definitive carry. This is actually Honey's region oh, now. Yeah. Arya has not been playing a carry performance this this season. He's not like he's not been the carry for DFM. He has been it's one the of games. the carries for DFM. It's the book is great, absolutely. But okay. Honey has been doing such oh, yeah, crazy not, shit not,
1: now. He's not doing the solo Carriaria 2020. He's more part no, of a bigger machine. He's not machine. doing what he had yeah, to i agree with that. Yes. I agree with that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But that's where I'm like, well, Honey is just the 1v5 machine. And absolutely his team are popping off with him as well. Nemo is genuinely like putting up a crazy rookie performance for this player who previously was an unknown name and now has come in and has a one one player of the series, remember, for round one, yeah, Mega Min. Deservedly so. We had a lot of question marks about, like, obviously I was very high on them, but you guys were like, uh, I'm not sure about them. Had a great series versus Ace. And yeah. I know also, like, these are a bunch of rookie players coming out and I'm just really excited to see where they'll go further afterwards.
1: Yeah, no, I think that um, uh, it was a similar kind of thing I was talking about on on EU Masters yesterday when I was casting that <laughs> oh tournament. One of the teams did very well. Um, oh, did they? <laughs> yeah, it was it was like the, the argument of is there a star player here or is it an ensemble performance? You know, like it's one of the quite it was it's one of the criticisms of the Oscars, right, in terms of like I think it was Parasite, the Korean movie, which which won you know one one of the first foreign language films to to win an Oscar in, in that category. The first foreign, yeah, and to win best best picture, yeah, but it's like. Okay, well, is there one person that's going to be best best performance? And it's like, ah, uh, as a whole crew, yes. As an individual, kind of harder to pin that down onto one person. It's like at that point, it's like maybe there should be an award for best ensemble performance. And of course, that in League of legends is just you win, sure. But like in this case, like the reason why axes were were winning was uh, it was it was an ensemble performance in that in in both rounds actually. I remember in the first round we were talking about. Oh, it could have been any ordering in first or third of like Honey Hoglet Nemo. I went to war I think I went like Nemo Hoglet Honey. I think a lot of people did exactly the opposite of that as well. But yeah, this everyone game, had Nemo yeah. first, and then it was Hog- Honey then yeah, Hoglet. Yeah, there was there was a whole lot of different orderings. Uh, I think that tells yeah, you were, how axes are not just being dragged by the scruff of the necks. they are they're carrying their weight. Um, and I guess if we go over towards V three and talk a bit about them, like. I think there were some players which we were expecting to stand up and be accounted for, and they didn't turn up in the way that we wanted to. Of course, they weren't playing with Mujin, they were playing with Unicorn in the jungle, and that, that changes things, even though Unica, Unica did well in their, yeah. their first year, that uh, first round, rather. Well, um, but I think particularly, I look at Kolkog, and I was expecting him to do so much more against Ino, and I know just soaked the pressure. Did very well.
0: Yeah, I think that I love where you're going with this direction, because mm. let's talk about Hail of Blades Trundle. Because we yeah. have to, hilariously enough, yeah. we fucking have to talk about Hail of Blades trundle and the fact
2: that Reiner got put on it. Like, yeah. 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 I mean, okay. So we'll have this conversation in general. Um, Axis yeah. had really smart drafts this series. Yes, um, they they had did. Some really cool. And three. Um, they were really masterful on the Zigs. Two first games with the Zigs made. Well, remember, know, made that... game yeah. B1. Remember, they they are B1'd uh, the Zigs.
0: And then they flexed it down um, up to mid because they yep. baited them to pick something that was favorable into a Ziggs in the bot lane matchup. They then go, Honey goes, Varus is still open. Guess I'll take the most prioritized bot laner of every fucking region. Yeah, somehow V3 Esports thought that was fine to let up. And then they get kind of
2: dumpstered by Honey. Continue initializing. Just yeah. And it's like, really like, 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 it's like, if I take that point in. <laughs> yeah, if I take V3's drafts in isolation without looking at things like runes, like, you know. Of blades yeah. on trundle
1: which Nightmare disliked with passion domination tree is um, great it's meant to get you kills at level secondary. three this is secondaries yeah it's good it's good at level three for kills i mean we saw that on shako support right from nation but like it gets past a certain point and you really wish you'd taken guardian <laughs> yeah um yeah. and you know, you're looking at things no, like, no, like, no, okay
2: we've got, yeah we've got we've got nar for cog cog great unica's on jin's out solid engaged strong, strong meta jungler y- you know something he can be proactive on as yep. a, a kind of a, a sub in the team ace on the Oriana, hollow on ash, all of these things like trundle support is a bit of flair, but kind of works with the kind of thing. Like all of that sounds fine. But then you kind of look over the side and going, I'm going into Ziggs varus with not a lot of ways to stop them being Ziggs varus. No. Uh, uh, and then I looked at the next game, it's like, okay, we've got we flex a trundle in the jungle. Uh but you, we've got Varus Alistair to fight up against this Leona. Yeah, but it was the, Leona, the order in which they did that yeah. in it, Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and then they've got, and they've got and they've got this trundle which has been counterpicked by Kindred, and Kindred <laughs> ruins Trundle in the jungle. Like it's like Trundle's nearly worst matchup. Like it's really I remember sad.
0: you screaming because I was like, you know what's gonna happen here with the Trundle getting blind picked and then, and you were just like, I hope so, and then it gets locked in. I'm like, oh, but, oh. and you just screamed.
2: Yeah. And the last pick is like, okay. well, this time we're going to go all in with with like Samira Rell and Diana to really throw people off the cops. Like, that was such a good game. If I'm looking at uh, a and I'm looking at I'm looking at V3's draft. I'm like, there's nothing in here that makes these awful comps. But every time there is a fly in the ointment where I go, yeah, Axis have got the better of you here. Yeah, every time.
0: I mean, I, I and and the big issue, remember, for that game number one, when it came to it, it was like, well, V three actually did turn that game around. They V3, yeah, they did. God, God really tried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they should have, like in in a normal environment where they don't, where where Axis don't have Zigs and don't have Varus, V three win that game. But because they have right. V3, Varus and Zigs, in the immortal words of nightmare in the green room. There's no way that Axis can physically lose this game. They might like... <laughs> be behind, but they can't lose. Like,
1: there was a point where, like, they get Infernal Soul on Varus Sigs, and you're, like, oh, it's there's, 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 like it's just not okay. Functionally, no reasonable way they lose that game because if they get even like That's a it. whiff of a bad fight, they wave clear until it. They wave, They wave clear until it goes away. It's like, <laughs> a great way of getting out. Fresh like, lantern, Lee Sin Ward jump, Renekton it's like, dash, it's, like, uh, and it's, it's like, like, sir, sir, your team fight. Oh, oh, no, this is not the blend of team yeah, fight yeah, I yeah, wanted yeah, today. Yeah. I'll have the next one. And I'm then out. they just like, like, they just, they just go off me wave clear. Because they walk. It's uh, the Ministry of Silly Walks. You must have known about this for some time, um, but uh, the the, <laughs> the the thing with getting Infernal Soul, which people forget about, I think, is that it, it does give you an extra yeah, factor of yeah. wave clear. Um, yeah, in fact, that was something really that true. I think that used to apply to Mountain Dragon in one of his iterations. Mm, actually, we used yeah, to actually extra damage minions as well as towers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, one of the iterations. But like when you're doing that on some heavy really wave way. clear, long range champions anyway. Particularly with, with like an Oriana, which is great for Wombo, but doesn't reach the backline. You're meant to like have someone to deliver you to the backline because your Q you'd have to like flash Q on top of a tank, which is not normally Risky. very good. Yeah. Um, it got to the point where axes could stall out indefinitely, and eventually they did, and that's why I think in that weeks of game that that that, that week's worth of games they had the two highest DPMs worldwide. Yeah. With Mega yeah. Man on the Zigs and then Honey I've got on the, the I've got the number in front of
2: me. Go for it. One thousand. 649 DPM
1: That's on each. So That's so high. I cool.
2: love the LJL. Yeah. I love this that is full build in thirdal Um oh. it's really oh. And like Aladdin like of course it what like the part of the problem for Ax as well in this game was like they would get really good fights but they could never kill anybody because they were all yeah. poke and no and like no CC. So it was
1: like Fun- funnily got, enough like, Funnily enough, I it's actually watched like that yesterday. Whereas, it's yeah. like, hang on, it's not Ziggs with Leona, it's not Ziggs with the Rakan, it's Ziggs with like. I mean, in the, in the case of the game yesterday, it was Trundle. I can't remember what they had as their support at that time, but it's like, yeah, I mean, you're just kind of sat there without the best setup, meaning that you can get good fights, but not clean fights. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. anyway, yeah, that was kind of the story. Cool. I and mean, that's like that's when you get to like the forty to fifty minute mark, and like the sunk cost of the energy and emotional like energy you put into that game is so high. If you lose that, it is quite crushing um and yeah i think that which did explains
0: a f- the 24 minute game afterwards doesn't in it in some <laughs> ways it does in some
1: ways it does because you get out and think oh heck we really got away with that one didn't we lads say say Axe as they go back into their own you know prep prep mindset but yeah and then uh, game three was um i feel like that was a bit of a draft if eventually because it's like wait hang on what do we do about samira and the answer was not very much
0: the thing is, they did have some tools for that. You've got a Galio torn, a um a Volleybear stun, uh, Alistair, knockback or a uh, knockup. Um, you have got some things. I don't. I mean, the problem is, Honey is very good at um being difficult to get onto. Yeah, he is. He is a very slippery player in general because he's played majority like hyper AD carries with zero mobility and just rarely gets. They did have the as on. well
1: like yeah they there, do was, yeah like, oh yeah absolutely now, there, yeah. there becomes a point where it's like okay cool all well and good Galio's in the fight but if he misses any of his combo he immediately dies so if you fuck yep. up the engage good job you're just giving Samira passive. pass if she kills you um and that was like the same kind of case with most of them like with the Alistair as well it's like if you miss the combo if you miss the mm. Galio taunt and they get out of it and again like it's not just the Samira in, it, it alone there they have people like playing blocker for them too like, oh, they do. eventually yeah. gets to the point where the samira like you, f- you mess up the one time and that happened to be around was it second dragon i think it was they split up the team samira goes and yes. wails on the ad carry because like the cc's already gone oh that was when hoglet had the really good zonies and to turn around to the three-man ult that was it that was very and that
0: directed. was also when inno was popping down yeah. the gangplank ultimate yeah, and then true. got pain it's, gaming yeah. kind of levels of gangplank crits going on and yeah. that's the other thing right there are multiple times in each three of these games where you can be like, obviously, Hoglet is game number two, but there are multiple other things we can say about each of the other members. Like, yeah. I know quietly, like not Ino. Well. I know. Thank I know. G- yeah. He did it very well. Um, throughout this, by the way, we now have learned that the
2: top laner of Axe is actually know, not Ino. Yeah. So yeah, it want... is. It is. Is it Ino or Ino? I know. I know. Okay. I know. I know. There you go. Okay. Uh, I got it. Uh, no, no, it's not... cool. Good
0: to know. Uh, and, and I mean, obviously, like. Okay, we'll right. Ne- like, Nemo had a great series playing three different champions. Um, And the fact is, V3 played the playbook which had been proven to work in the past versus Axis. Mm. Ban out Honey's hyper carries. Theoretically, you should be good afterwards. Nope. Honey can play everything in the meta in the AD carry role at the moment. He right. hasn't shown us a Syndra. I don't think he's played a Syndra. I've checked it. I've been following his OP.GG. He's not played Syndra. So we're probably not going to see that kind of crazy, uh, well, stuff, more yeah. evolution. Yeah. yeah. But um, he's got all, he's got a Ziggs and he's also got most of the other standard AD carries and he feels very confident in playing. So I'm, I'm very excited for the DFM series.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So am I actually, because I mean, if we're going to move on to that, because you know, I think basically the thing with the Axis is like, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's done, a it was done. a three. It was a three zero. It was a three zero in different ways. I think we've covered them. Um, obviously, like I am kind of sad for V three because I felt like they could evolve throughout playoffs and they kind of like hit. Well, they they didn't have that good a read. However, yeah. unprecedented success for Axis and you know they've always been like a little. They, they've we've they've had a special yeah. place in our heart ever since the first split we covered them when they did that that miracle run. Sadly bowed out in the first round 2 V three actually. So um, they get themselves a bit of their mm-hmm. revenge and reverse three zero I guess on that. Um, yeah. But but now we're looking at this next series and. There is one side of this where I'd love to follow this narrative of, well, you know, actually DFM lost, they look weaker than potentially we saw. Looking back at the Juggernaut series, they realistically should have won that anyway, and that is a tough, tough goal to match up to for Axes even coming into this with a strong 3-0. It it really is. Yeah, I'll put this out there. I think it's probably fairly obvious. I
2: was the one who worded the tweet when we were going out to this one because I made it a little bit more verbose than it needs to be. But the point stands that I basically, look, this is a Herculean task. You are scaling Mount Olympus here. You have my state down V3, but you've got in the space of two days if you want access to win, DFM with a bit more time to prep and now they've lost some actual footage to see what the hell went wrong in our early skirmishes, which is always scary when you've got a team like that. Like they will improve. You know, they weren't that they far will. off. They weren't that far off being really good, if you know what I mean. It wasn't like, oh, my God, you're mm. useless. Two, you've got Rascal Jester's at the end of that, who will have even more footage to work with. And will also, you've seen like, yeah, our strongest points are, you know, Honey and Hoglet. You're looking at Rascal Jester's like, okay, well, one of those is going to be going into solid secret. Mm, yeah. That's going to be like, you can't get gar- like as strong as Honey is. We know what happens when Honey is not a factor in Axis games, and it doesn't look good, unfortunately. Like, the other teams are great at supporting cast or secondary carries.
0: The thing relying about... on
2: relying in a series without Honey being their main carry is a scary prospect for Axis.
0: See, that's what I love about this playoff series and kind of just this split in general for Axis. Axis really haven't done that very often. Because uh, when they, have they haven't yeah. been able to play through Honey... They, they, they've, really not had to, and even when they, they have, kind of had
1: to. Oh, oh it looks like audio's died. Honey, a little, still I, like,
0: It's never been great when it they. Hello. It's
1: we got we got we got the occasional
2: audio... words of honey. The great. Like, it's doing this thing like <laughs> you
1: are almost like catching up to your voice every so often. I think it's uh yeah having a bit, but I yes no I, um continue i think it's i think it's okay now recap we'll, for us not not the rascal justice players but what you were talking about yeah about honey yeah
0: honey uh so okay so axes have uh have been funneling a lot of their gold regardless always into honey's pockets yeah. um either with rift heralds um playing around the map um or commonly just giving kills in their direction um megamin and i know have had to sacrifice some gold in the past to actually give it into honey so yeah. i think Axis living and dying through Honey slash Hoglet is kind of the fight or flight mentality they've gotten. It's gotten them a 6-0 in playoffs at the moment. Yeah, I mean, and this is V3. Like, V3 are not the pushover team. Again, I understand, yes, there was a substitute, but it wasn't meant to go like this. No. It was never meant to go like this. And the fact is, Axis felt convincing in one game, strong in game number three, and... It was going to be Nibble. hard to lose game number one anyway. Yeah, yeah they, they so t- they, they that just out. shows a lot of resilience.
1: I agree, and like I think it's in different ways as well. So the question is, of course, can they apply that to to DFM, who have had time to prepare? They've had a couple of weeks to take a step back, uh, lick their wounds, come back, and potentially come back as uh, the scary mofo's that we know them to be. Um, and I, and as much as Sam was saying, oh, you know, like you've got like potentially like Hogler and Honey matching up into you know, strong carries on the sides like Rascal Jester if they made it through to the finals. I mean, obviously you've got like Utepon who's been, you know, one of the best consistent players in the LG well, the most consistent player in the LGL to a high level that the league's ever known. And then you've also got Steele who, yep. I mean, Steele didn't have a bad series against Rascal Jester either, honestly. Um no. Uh, like i i think that you know he was Diabette, on trundle duty but yeah, I, still I did, played I mean, well he,
2: he was the one who got the things rolling in the early mm. game like he made some was, really yeah. good
1: gang pass like there was a couple who yeah. were like okay he managed to affect all three lanes at five minutes like damn yeah. good stuff so, i mean well I, I am very interested in seeing if axes can get things rolling pre-15 minutes because that's normally been the v3 mm-hmm. calling card and yeah. of course we saw that axes got things very fast tempo very early on particularly with the the kindred always being on the front mm-hmm. foot, always forcing a response from from V3. I, I, I'm i interested in seeing how that works out. I just don't know. I mean, yeah, it, you have to put on the correct lens, really, and just say, actually, DFM were yeah. not shit in the Juggernaut match. They did lose. They probably should have won from game two. They should have snowballed that a little better. Either way, yep. this isn't suddenly DFM dropping off a cliff. This is them still being very strong, still having the best individual players that, the Al yep. field, mostly,
0: and they could afford to have a bad series. They could afford yeah. to basically that you. I would not be surprised, lads, yes. if we got told in a month or two time after Worlds that we get told DFM didn't prepare at all. They went into that Juggernaut match dry as fuck, and then they and they actually started practicing afterwards. I wouldn't be surprised because if they're like, it doesn't matter, we're gonna make finals anyway. I'd be like, I mean, it's very, it's it's not very um typical um but i mean yeah. i wouldn't be surprised and i'd be yeah. like all right fair enough they're probably like, good enough to do it anyway
2: yeah it kind of felt like certain things that they had been practicing and prepping certain things and certain things they thought they wouldn't need to think about got really picked apart and it really caught them a bit flat-footed yeah. so it's sort of things like we saw the individual lanes actually looking pretty good yeah, laning was solid yeah like, like pretty good um but then it'd be sort of things like, okay, so we're gonna go for this play. Everyone's gonna come together at this point. We're gonna go for the play, and they'd get caught out the step before everyone came yeah. together. And Rascal Jesse yep. would already be there, and someone would get caught out, and they still go for the play anyway. And then Gang goes in. and Everyone's a bit discoordinated. I it's like, think oh th- shit! We've given over four play- over four kills. You know? You know when
0: Ebby TP'd in in game number five on I Tom Kane? Yeah, 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 yeah. That exact moment came to mind when you said that because
2: it's sort of like right, we're going for this play. I'm coming in, and it's like, oh shit! Everyone's dead, and I'm teleporting in. I'm gonna die, and it's like. And oh. it's actually, especially after the level one has gone so wrong, where Ebi has really dominated that lane, every single lane, that ge- every single game that time, that, that series. First game where he has to burn his flash, dies for first blood, he can't pressure the lane as the Tom catch. He then ends up quite a long way behind because he can't play the lane aggressively. Uh, and, then he, and then it's like, okay, well, the Tom Kench is a non-factor. He tries to come for play, he's not tanky, he dies. And you can sort of see these little snowball effects. And I think Jester's actually had, like, found some chinks in the armor that DFM weren't aware they had. Which is real credit to the jesters for a playing super well, but also Sue is credit for their preparation. I will be interested to see whether now that they've been revealed, whether DFM have sorted them out. I think they will have. I still think they're my favourites for the split. Well, that that's Um, that's but the thing is, they were there. and We need to see whether they get fixed. I mean, so
1: obviously, like I I would say that it is. You know, I mean, I was kind of saying this last week, and maybe I oversold it because I thought that DFM were maybe a little more exploitable than actually looking back and saying, actually, no, they were still. Pretty good. Mate, that's just content. Out. Exactly. Right. There you go. So I'm gonna. I put... remember i was the more reasonable. Everyone's like, oh, that's No, no no no, 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 no. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, with with yeah, with a few, with, with a few <laughs> weeks exactly remove, right of removal removal from from <laughs> the event, it, it you know you can get a bit of a different perspective on it. But um, you know, I think it is reasonable to say that every one of these three teams has world's prospects and actual reasonable yes. world's aspirations. Actually, because if yeah. I think whoever comes out, I mean, if Ax is overcome DFM in the semifinals, I would. Probably actually be favoring them for finals at that point if Agreed. they have if they if they manage to overcome DFM, I think I favor them for, for the finals. Okay, um, so
0: are we saying the real finals is actually Saturday? It's not as easy because as that.
1: regardless of the okay,
0: no, 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 <laughs> I know you know where I'm going with that. Yeah, guys, I, I, I see the whole take. If, yeah, is I see it, the if whole take. DFM right. win, DFM will got winning finals because they already beat they've lost to RJ in the first one, but that one didn't count. But if Axis beat right. DFM, that's the real
2: finals. I don't want to write off Rascal Jester's either. No, I think that's really no, I don't. Because I think they're very scary. What I will say is if Axis beat DFM, it will depend in the manner in which they beat them. Of course. Because of if course. It's, so if it's like, okay, Hoglett gets things rolling early, really snowballs it, puts DFM onto the back foot and DFM on the back foot at about the 10 minute mark, make dumb errors. And all <laughs> the while, Honey and Nemo are crushing bot lane. They get themselves all the play off the chaos that's been going on around the map and they snowball from that. I go, okay, rascal jesters are in trouble here because um, those are some things that you could do against rascal jesters and have a really decent chance of victory. If it comes from like really dumb late game team fights, I'm going to be more worried for them.
1: Yeah, I I think in a lot of ways it's actually about, it's about how these teams pivot in the draft for me because one of the things that I, I had a problem with with DFM is that they didn't necessarily understand they were falling to certain traps they were going to, and if they suddenly seem more aware of what what their blind picks are and what they can't afford to blind, be blind pick against, um, that that's going to be a big step up for me. Um, mm-hmm. And I think if DFM do sort out that drafting issue, I don't see how Rascal just to take a best of five off of them unless like they, again something happens overnight and they get some really good info for that one best of five. But I, I you know I'm I'm excited for this weekend of games. I think that there's a lot of learning to do from from uh from dfm and i think that these other teams have a realistic shot of taking down you know the the old titans of dfm and actually going to worlds and this would be a new world's representative for the lgl if dfm don't make it that'd be very exciting do i think it's good for international prospects difficult to say because if they do have a better understanding of dfm uh, than dfm in a in in a draft setting that's obviously a big selling point for them but if they don't have the individual brawn then we're gonna have the v3 problem again Yeah. So,
0: is that possible? Has anyone truly figured out DFM? Because the DFM I know won't do the drafting that they did versus Rascal Jester No, they shouldn't They shouldn't Yeah. So, like... so I'm, I'm, of, I'm of the opinion, and I agree with you, Nymera, on what you said earlier DFM haven't shown half of the cards in their deck oh. They have got yeah. so much more to show And I'm not trying to make a twisted fate jab but I think we'll see Twisted Fate in this best of five series coming up to this weekend We should do yeah. And Aria is going to be horrendously
1: yeah. scary Because I feel like we're actually going to start seeing yep. champion pools That DFM
0: have, and we know they
2: have yeah.
1: Flexed I think like, like the fact that DFM showed what they could do on Rise in game one Didn't go back to it um, Yeah MTF in the pocket Didn't go to it That I almost wonder if they were trying to play different styles And just out muscle rascal Well they could have just Played through global mids. Yeah, and I think, I think they tried. To... They're very good at playing around that uh, kind of a... thing.
2: And I think it's a, what it what it spoke to me of a little bit was DFM had in mind that certain things were really big power power picks for them, uh, and they didn't turn out to be quite as powerful as they anticipated, or things went a bit wrong, which turned them out. So I think the Tom Kent, for example, Rebby for looked fantastic in game four, and then and then game five is like, well, it didn't look fantastic, but is that Tom Kench's fault or is that just the level one going so horribly wrong? And I think it's probably the level one going horribly wrong. Um, There's also things like, okay, you've gone for the NAR, which is, you know, pretty high tier, but like there are options into it. Um, and, and that kind of thing where it's like, okay, you, you've kind of really prioritized the Varus, which in fairness is a very high priority pick or things like the Ash, which again, despite some mixed results in certain regions, is relatively high priority. You know, you can sort of see that the logic here, but it's like, okay, but. But they didn't necessarily like that the there are answers to these things and to assume they're kind of like what the read on what was S tier I'm not sure was entirely correct. It was like okay, this A tier is actually S tier was which, which I had a little bit of my discrepancy in my mind a little bit. It was like I wonder whether you know coming into this next weekend whether we see Ebi pivot towards more well, maybe a Camille you know might be nice to have him on or something like that or bring out a Wu or a let Just What's play possible? a Renekton. Like, he sure. hasn't played around yeah, next in all yeah.
0: playoffs yet. And it's like... I, I, sure. yeah, there's yeah, a lot yeah. that we know Ebby can bring out. Yes, yeah. we know NAR is his favorite thing. But I, I, I mean, that game's such an interesting way. And I think you've set it up a really nice way for game number five. Because what happens for DFM if that level one doesn't happen? Like that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, if no one dies from DFM... Well, we saw the late if, game if it, team fight, yeah. Right? So late game team so, fights, the
1: last two are really good.
0: It, there's always a chance if that... That never happens. For Ascogista don't get that lead, that it actually maybe is a fairer thing. Obviously this is all hyperbole that we can only make vague assumptions and assessments, but it it was very... It was very un-DFM-esque for that to have happened to them. So are we saying whoever wins out of Axis DFM is going to win the finals, or? or is...
1: Um, I, I don't think it's ever like wins the finals. I think it's favoured. I think that. Uh, but... okay. Lower bracket I th- run final. Th- uh, Things so. that we've seen, okay. we have seen DFM do like crazy seven. I mean, the problem is like it is seven thousand into finals run. It's one day after each other. Um, yep. we know that DFM can do that. They did that back in spring twenty twenty. They looked really good. They almost did it in summer twenty twenty as well when they went yep. through the lower bracket rather than dragon or match. Um. I think if DFM win and they look and again the draft problems come out then then I'd I would favor them. But then like I it feels like it's almost doing a disservice to Rascal Jester for playing so well yeah. before that. Um but I I do feel like almost having that extra run up against such high caliber opponents in in DFM or access to in terms of who makes it could give them the edge in the final. So I'd probably stick with that and say yeah, the winner of the semi finals is probably favored for me in the final day.
0: Initialize what about you?
1: Hmm. Can you
0: bet against DFM?
1: No. There we go.
0: That's
2: what um, I thought. Well, like, yeah. like, again, I, 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 the thing is, there are more doubts than before because we came in pretty confident we were expecting some, like, real curb stomping. Didn't happen for a number of reasons. And part of it is, you know, the likes of Rascal Jesters actually were really good. And part of it was mm-hmm. some some weaknesses I don't think DFM necessarily expected to be exploited. That said, I expect them to be back in the finals and I expect them to come in with... Uh, a little bit of spice to work with. So I'm expecting at the end of this weekend, DFM to come out on top, but I am hoping we get some great series along the way. And there is a solid prospect, as Alex said, for all of the teams coming into this weekend to have a reasonable chance, a reasonable belief to say we are the team that should go to work.
0: Now remember, uh, when DFM do eventually go three zero against Axis and then three zero Rascal Jester in back to back games, um, how do we say face, gentlemen, when we're like, ah, oh, we thought this might be really competitive, but actually DFM just engaged the frosters and
1: Honey, too who? Good. Hun- I mean... Honey. No, I mean who? But now? DFM.
0: <laughs> but DFM win. Oh, Aria too good. Right. Okay. Good. My sure. Pick. Yeah.
1: No, no, no. axe is obviously gonna win because, like, obviously, all of that time where we thought Honey was gonna be the best player in the league in twenty twenty spring, he was actually just saving this up. That. just been saving he was sa- up for He's this. He's been saving time, that. Uh... Like all of those shit MF games, <laughs> all of that saved up for now. Um,
0: oh my god!
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I do kind of hope that DFM blowout playoffs because that gives it. That gives me better hopes for Worlds. It'd be yeah bad for regionals because I'm kind of like they're not as entertaining games. But it's better for worlds if we have a on-form DFM that can play any given style at that level. Um, so like, sorry, sorry to the other teams in that sense, but like, DFM have the the star power to back that kind of play style up. But that that's that's where I kind of like stake my flag and say, Oi, this is the team which probably does his best internationally.
0: They're also the team that have already debuted. Got a win over Cloud Nine. Almost beat down One. They then they probably could have two owed Infinity if they, if the if the yes. pairings went up a bit differently. If they played Damn One first, probably maybe there was a chance they could have probably done the back to back against Infinity. Who knows? We don't know. Obviously Kazu isn't there, so this was that was the other thing. Remember, this was the DFM that had the substitute coaching, so now everyone's excited to see DFM again. If they don't go. How good is the team that we're sending instead of them is the big question. Um, and we'll have to wait and see who yeah. does win finals,
1: really, more than anything else. Yeah, it's a lot of waiting now because I wish I could delve more into the analysis, but it's a lot of games in a very short amount of time. Yep. Um, and a lot of intangibles we've got to go through. So as much as like we be like, oh, wow, come here for the best predictions in the LGL. It's actually, as far as LGL playoffs go, the most open they've been in a long time. I don't think there's been a... Let me, i'm trying to think if there has been a time maybe actually, Sengoku back in 2020 spring when we had a but that was that yeah. was with the patch change that messed that, that really up that out. really threw things on. that really yeah. threw things up i think like 2020 summer the finals were good but like mm. outside of that like i mean remember that the Sengoku bombing out made that into a two-horse race again yeah, um, it did spring yeah. last split was DFM or, DFM or bust yeah. um, So this is probably the most open we, I don't think we've had a three team race for the finals before So that's been very refreshing to see um, And it's good no, for the region It's been, it's been it is. good for the region I mean the closest we had was obviously
0: V3 in spring As well trying to come up um, In 2020 spring is, I'm, I'm yeah. literally trying to go back to that horse um, That Sam set up earlier Because um, they did make a, a little bit of a run Until obviously right, they different. Got, Yeah yeah, and then they got they got slapped and uh, that happened. So, uh, I mean, but then we never really thought V3 were going to win, nope. right? And I think that's the important disparitance between here and then and now, where we're like, there is an off chance Axis maybe could do something. There is also a chance that Axis just get 3-0 slapped and I'm like, yeah, three rookie players on their in their debut split in the LJL and... DFM, put them down.
1: Mm.
0: I'm not too surprised. I'm not too surprised. Bless them. And hey, if you're going to go down, going down to the champs, in air quotes, um, hey, not a terrible place to be. But, gentlemen, um, we have actually reached the end of everything. So, um, I'm actually going to ask for your predictions. I want the sure. hard prediction that you're going to give now. Obviously, we will revisit this on broadcast on the day. Um, but, initialize. Mm. Who are you going for? What's the score? And then a very, very,
2: very quick 30 seconds. Why? All right. Let's go spicy. DFM three o both days.
1: God damn it! I was gonna go 3 There will be no,
2: <laughs> There will be there will be no context given at this time.
1: Okay. Uh, Nymera. No context go... was given. Three zero in the first series. Three one okay. in the second. Three zero in the first one because um, I think that there is no way in hell you are going to give Nemo Thresh and unlock Honey in the draft that way. And I don't think there's flexibility in the rest of that team if you focus on Bot. Um, against DFM in particular, because of the strength of their lanes, that you're gonna find the openings that you really need to really upset DFM. There is the outside chance for one game loss with the popping off. I just don't think that's gonna be enough against the carry potential and the team fight potential of DFM. Why do I think that's important? Because Axe in the first game versus V3, maybe should have closed out a bit sooner and not made it get to hyper late game. I don't think you can afford to do that against DFM. In the finals, I think we are going to see one pop-off game from Saul again, where maybe it does become a bit of a bot-diff, but I feel like DFM are not going to allow such travesties to happen again. I think they should come in angry, and I think that maybe it won't be a 3-0. Maybe they do have a bit of a stutter in the draft phase again, because their Arsenal just looked like they were quite on form with that. But I think DFM should seal it. What about you, Lexi? 3-0. In... Uh, axis versus dfm it's going to be a
0: 30 for dfm i'm Ooh. sorry i have to side with you guys again but um actually yeah reference i think honestly I, I would love to but i can't in my heart of hearts say that out there um Perfect. i actually perceive the game going slightly differently to you both so I, this is interesting at least um i think honestly dfm are gonna just nullify bot lane they're just gonna yep. prevent anything happen mm. if if honey gets an advantage Utapon gets that same advantage, they're going to be doing a lot of trading and it's going to be like, oh well Honey's fed, but so is Utapon, so it doesn't really matter. You know who is going to get gapped? I'm sorry Megumin, Arya's going to fuck you up boy. He's going to fuck you up because he's in lower bracket run and he was not expecting to be here because guess what, it's all about Arya and it really fucking is. I love you Megamin but you're not going to you're going to get solo bowled probably every game first blood every time it it's going to be brutal um I know as well Ebi Ebby's gonna play yeah. actual champions in this series. Um he's not gonna play I, his time I,
1: I think he's just gonna play Nara or TK either way, and it won't matter. I i just oh, think okay. that I feel like Axes are very good at soaking pressure in mid and top. I don't think they're good at applying pressure in mid and top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's gonna be a problem if bot lane is just hard focused on. Hogler is the one wild card. I don't think that's gonna be enough.
0: I am also predicting a 3 uh DFM facing off against Rascal Jesters as oh. well. Um they're not gonna make the stupid mistakes again. They're not. They're not gonna do this. They've. Si- if this is Rascal Jester throwing the whole playbook at them, I don't think it is. But if there is the idea that that's the playbook, oh man, Rascal Jesters are fucked. If they've already started showing the playbook, this was DFM fucking around. I'm sorry, I can't look at that series. I've watched that series back twice now, and there's no way DFM aren't fucking around. Like a little bit, I mean, at least I, I a think, little bit. I think bit. they had
1: the wrong read on a couple of things, but but now they've had a chance to review their own footage, and oh, I think that it's easy. much, yeah. And I think that while like it's it's easier to learn from mistakes than it is from from victories. There's I'm a lot. T- there is a lot for them to learn from. I think in a lot of ways too. While it would be like, obviously, we we kind of like made sure we gave both sides of the story in this podcast and stuff. Like, so you'd be like, what the fuck, guys? You just said three. What the hell? Um, in some we ways, we love this, they, they, You know, we we love these scenes, but also the other side of it is that. I'm all... I, I have kind of got this extra external thought process of this is the only way I feel good about DFM at Worlds. If they smash these last two. Yep. They should have smashed already. They didn't. This is like the caveat of okay, at least they can learn and then do that. Hopefully it's better to make those mistakes then. PSG Talon did the same thing, right? From from PCS. Yep. They, they had like two five game series. They lost one. And they won the finals. Um... This is the way that I feel good about DFM. That lower bracket players.
0: game as well is what it's I'm so expecting good. it to be for Axis. Um <laughs> yeah. it's gonna be a 3-0 and it might just be the biggest stomp we've seen. Um I hope it's not. I hope huh? it's five competitive games, because I'm in the casting booth no. with initialize, so I really want it to be fucking fire. But it also might just be a 3-0 stomp, and my analysis is mostly Ah, DFM online. Mm.
2: <laughs> Colour yeah, casting's yeah, hard. Online. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, my analysis. Ah, Abby Lovely. one lane. Hmm. Aria one lane. Hmm. Mm. Mm, this game's hard to analyze. Hmm. They're very good at converting their leads into other leads around the map yes. and improving Incredible. the game state. Mmm. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, gentlemen, um, I think we've uh, probably uh put that point to death yes. at this point in time. what did they eh? say? Is there anything else you, judgment would like to say? Because we could keep waffling, but honestly, I think we're at a very good place. I think we've,
1: I, yeah, it's a little bit of a short podcast, which never happens. So uh, hash, yeah, you're witnessing history here. But I mean, unless people have got questions they want to ask in chat, I'm happy to to, to put this one into the record books. Mm. Um,
0: Let's keep. I'm,
1: sweet. I'm quickly
0: excited. checking. It I'm seems so like we're probably boom pretty good. So. There we go. With that said, ladies and gentlemen, this mm. has been episode 29, season two, episode 29 of the podcast. You can find myself at Masks One. Nightmare on the opposite side at Nightmare and initialize at initialize with a one. He might change it to initial at initialize casts at some point. Who knows? Right. Who knows? Maybe we'll set that up as a redirect yeah. account. Who knows? Who knows? But with that all said, thank you so much for listening and or watching and we'll see you all very, very, very soon.